Welcome to the All Things Overlanding podcast. My name is Fletch, and I'll be your host. Are you ready for some great overlanding content? Then let's get into it. Hey everybody, Fletch from All Things Overlanding here. On today's episode of the podcast slash vlog, we're going to be talking a little bit about my DIY rooftop tent. So if you guys have followed me for any period of time, you know that I built my own wooden box basically that goes on the roof. Um, I used an existing tent because I wanted to avoid sewing and just all the kind of the hassles that come with making your own. And uh, it seemed like a good idea. And now it's been a few months and I've used it quite a bit and I do still like it. But I have some improvements for it that I'm getting ready to make. So on this episode, I wanted to kind of walk you guys through that. I'm going to have a couple cameras running so that I can actually kind of diagram it out on a whiteboard. If you're listening on the podcast, though, I'll do my best to describe it to you. If you're watching on YouTube, though, you can see what I'm talking about as well. Um, but so let's talk about my featured partners first, and then we'll dive right into it. So um, as usual, I wanted to talk about these small guys that I work with. Uh, all just awesome companies, super legit, real people who I love. Um, so real quick, I'm just going to hit on all of them and then we'll dive straight in. So, uh, Overland Addict, Chad Boyd, great guy out of Missouri, has an awesome Overland shop and an online store, overlandaddict.com. If you go to the description below and click that link to go through to his website, you can find anything related to overlanding basically at his site. Um, second, Last US Bags, and again, another awesome company. They make overlanding specific bags, tool carriers, tool rolls, just anything that you can imagine. I've got several of their bags and they're all awesome. So again, link below, click through that and check them out. Um, third, more Overland Expo. Again, these guys have an event coming up in February. Before too long, they're going to be actually starting to sell tickets. But for now, click through that link below, pre-register yourself, and they'll let you know when the tickets become available. Um, and then last but not least, Northology Adventures. Again, if you click through that link below, you will see Cindy's website. She's awesome. She leads custom uh, led tours. She uh, also has a free overlanding magazine, which is awesome. And you can get signed up for that on her website. So that's it. That's all of them. So they're all awesome. Check them out in the description below. Now let's dive into it. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. So as I mentioned, um, today on this episode, I'm going to be talking about my DIY rooftop tent. Um, again, I'm going to be drawing it on a whiteboard here so that you guys can see it if you're watching on YouTube. Again, if you're on the podcast, though, I will do my best to describe it. So um, for those of you that don't know or for the, those of you that are considering building your own DIY rooftop tent, I want to start by kind of covering exactly what I did and, and how I built it and kind of the why, right? So um, again, it's a wooden box. It's about seven feet long. So it's just a seven foot long box. It's about six inches thick, like height wise. It's about six inches thick. Um, which holds my four inch uh, memory foam mats and my tent and everything else pretty well. It's a little tight with a pillow. It's kind of tough to close sometimes. So I actually keep the pillow out, um, just FYI. But so then it's about seven feet long. Um, so seven feet long, 
about six inches tall and then depth wise or you know across looking at the back of my vehicle and looking at it how wide it is it's about 36 inches so it's about three feet across about seven feet long um so that's three feet all right so it's about three feet across seven feet long and then about six inches tall right so that's how it is currently now currently it is set up with the hinge going all seven feet. So it's got a, a plastic hinge. I'll put links in the description below to all these, these products that I use basically to build the thing in case you're looking to build one yourself. But so down the long side of it, it has a big long plastic one piece hinge and you know, maybe 70 screws. I mean, just tons of screws that hold this thing together. Um, and then what that does is it allows me to open the box long ways. So I climb up the passenger side of the truck in the rear undo two latches, it's got gas struts in it, 27 pound or 27 inch, 40 pound gas struts, two of them. Um, you pop those two latches, you open it up from the side, right? And then there's basically like an A-frame tent. And again, the reason that I did that was because I wanted a rooftop tent, but I just sewing seemed like such a hassle. It seemed like I had to have to build it or have to learn a whole new skill to do that. And I just kind of heard horror stories about it and the whole waterproofing thing. I was like, I just don't, I don't know enough. I'm not comfortable enough to do that, right? So um, I decided just to buy an existing tent. It was about a $35, $40 tent. Again, there will be a link down in the description below if you want to do something similar. Um, but I just bought this tent. I essentially used carabiners because it's got a couple, it's, it's actually a backpacking tent. So it's meant to be held up with like a couple of tent poles or sticks or, you know, whatever happens to be around. So it's got grommets on the top. So I actually used the grommets and some carabiners and attached it via some like U-bolts that I mounted inside the box and I, I mounted that to the top. So the ridge line goes that way. Um, it does sag a little bit. So that's one of the problems is once you're in the tent, it gets a little tight and a little claustrophobic because that ridge line starts to sag. Now my original plan to solve that was to put magnets along the roof and then magnets inside the tent. The reason for that was in my brain, my brain that thought I was doing the smart thing, um, was, you know, if I happen to roll over or rip it down, like if you tie it or if you affix it via, you know, like carabiners or something rigid, if I happen to like roll over in the middle of the night and pull down on the, the tent fabric, I could rip it. Whereas with the magnets, worst case, the magnets just, it pulls too much and the magnets come apart. They were rare earth magnets, so they're pretty strong, but they're not strong enough to rip the tent. Right. But so then I just found that every morning I woke up with magnets all over me. <laughs> like I would wake up and there'd just be a couple magnets laying on me or over to the side or they'd fall in the middle of the night and scare the crap out of me and wake me up. So I finally just gave up on the magnets. So then it just kind of sagged on me all the time. Um, another sort of negative that I found from this is so it is a traditional little backpacker's tent with a small little screened opening. Right. Um, so it's still not at all waterproof because then now it's sitting inside the box. And my original plan was to build basically like a tarp that I would affix to the inside of the top of the box and then use some like adjustable tent poles to like hold that up as sort of an awning out over the whole thing. Um, I ordered some fabric actually from a company in California. It was taking forever to get it, like two months, and they still hadn't even shipped it. So I canceled the order because it was just getting ridiculous. And then when I did that, I was like, you know what? I was going to spend 35, 40 bucks on this waterproof fabric to you know, make this awning thing anyways, what if I just revamp this a little bit? Um, so that's kind of where I, once I, you know, I gave up on that order and I, and I kind of didn't like it anyways, because again, I, I'm still dealing with the same problems with the tent collapsing. It still has a tiny opening. So like the last time I went camping, it was very hot summer camping, bugs everywhere. I couldn't see anything because it's night. I have my light on. I go to unzip the tent, bugs swarm in the tent. Couldn't get them out, had bugs in there with me the whole time. 
Um, getting in and out, you know, at night to go to the bathroom, it's a tiny little opening. So you kind of have to like curl up into the fetal position and roll sideways and you're on top of the truck. So then you're like trying to find your footing on the ladder and it was just not ideal, right? So, um, so after a couple of times doing that over the last month or so, I kind of was like, you know what? This is just not doing it for me. Like I love being on the roof. I love the the quick setup and teardown. I, I like everything about it except the actual execution that I did, right? So it's my fault. I take full responsibility, right? Um, but so again, like I mentioned, the, the hinge currently goes down the side and the box opens long ways. So it opens up the long ways and has that existing tent inside of it. Why I mention that though is there's also not a lot of room. Like you can't sit up in this thing. It's kind of like a, a V-shaped coffin. So when you climb in it, you have to lay down. There's no sitting up. There's no comfort. There's no changing clothes. If it was like winter and cold outside. Um, so just the way that I designed it, now that I'm thinking back through it and optimizing it a little bit is, you know, I'm seeing that, man, it would be really nice to have a big end, right? Or a taller end. So here I'm gonna show you guys again, if you're watching on YouTube, on the whiteboard, but um, I'm gonna show you kind of what I'm thinking. So again, I loved my box. Like I had a friend build it for me. It's waterproof. It's already built. It's already attached via eight giant three eighths inch U-bolts to the roof. And so it's not really coming off. If I take it off, it's the last time it's coming off. It's not like I can just pull it down and work on it and put it back up. So I'm gonna actually make these modifications while it's up on the roof, which will be fun. Um, but so my plan is, so the way that the box is designed right now, and again, I'm going to draw this, but I'll also describe it verbally. The box is designed currently, make sure you can see it, um, with a lip in the front, meaning the passenger side of my car. So there's a lip there, right? Um, and then a lip down the 36-inch small side, both sides, right? So basically, there is a lip all the way around except the back where the hinge is. The back, in this case, being the driver's side of the vehicle. So currently the hinge is on the driver's side of the vehicle. Um, so there is no lip over there, which is gonna be a problem for what I'm gonna do because so what I'm thinking is, um, again, currently it opens, if you guys are watching on the video, it opens on this side. So this is the hinge, right? So then this opens, basically you're talking about there's the tent and then there's the bottom, right? Um, what I'm gonna do is I'm going to basically, why I'm talking about these lips is I'm gonna remove the lip at the front of the vehicle, okay? I'm gonna remove that little lip on the 36 inch side and then I'm gonna add a lip, basically just another one by on the inside of the box on the long side. So now both seven feet, foot, seven foot sides will have an interior lip that will run down the box and then the back of the truck, that will also have a lip and the front will not. And what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take the hinge off the long side, seven feet right now, I'm gonna cut it down to 36 inches and I'm gonna reuse it on the front of the truck. So now, when you are opening the tent, what I'm gonna do is I'm also gonna pull the latches off the side. So off the passenger side, the two latches are gonna come off and I'm gonna move those to the back. Okay, so stay with me here. So basically, if you're looking at it from the back now, here's the back of the box, right? And then there's the front up there. Look at this 3D drawing, folks. It's impressive. Um, so now the latches were over here on the side of the box. Um, so what I'm going to do is take those off, move them back here to the back, and then these will be the latches. Um, so both of them will be in the back of the truck now. Now there is one downside to this. I keep the back of my truck open. Mine's an Xterra, and it has a rear opening, upward opening hatch. So it will make getting in the truck a little bit more difficult, like if I have the whole back open up and my drawer system open, but I feel like the benefits out, outweigh the, the downsides, right? So um, so the latches move to the back, 
the hinge moves to the front. So again, I've already got this big, huge, long seven foot hinge. Now I'm just gonna make it a 36 inch hinge and I'm gonna reattach it via screws. I'm gonna go back over the whole thing with, um, with bed liner and I'm gonna reline it just to make sure everything's waterproof. And then I'm gonna spar urethane that, that new inner lip. So everything will be waterproofed again, just like it already is. Um, but so then that's the nice thing is I can reuse the latches, I can reuse the hinge. And all that I'm doing is I'm changing up the direction that it opens, right? So again, instead of opening from the passenger side towards the driver's side long ways, now it's gonna open like, if you've seen that new Go Fast rooftop tent, the really super light one, now it's gonna open long ways, right? So now it's gonna open like a, like a V on its side sitting on top of the truck, right? And uh, so basically what I'm thinking is, again, it's still gonna be the same dimensions, right? It's the same thing. So it's gonna be seven feet by three feet across um, and about six inches deep. But now what I'm thinking is I bought some fabric, which I will link to down below, which I'm really excited about. It's waterproof, 500 denier uh, canvas, waterproof canvas. And it was about 6.99 a yard. So I bought seven yards of it because I think it's about 18 feet all the way around this thing. Um, but so basically what I'm thinking is I'm going to remount, I'm going to reuse my same uh, compressors, my same compressors, my same gas struts that were currently opening the box long ways. And I'm going to mount them on the inside of the box down the sides, right? So there'll be one on each side of the tent that will now open it long ways instead of, you know, from the side. And then my max height that I'm shooting for is about 52 inches. Um, now the reason for that, I will tell you is, so the fabric comes in yards, three feet lengths and 58 inches across. So I just wanna give myself some extra room by the time I hem everything and then stitch it into the roof, stitch it along the lip on the bottom or screw it to the lip on the bottom. I just wanna give myself some extra room. But so 52 inches is still four feet, four inches. So, and that is when I'm talking 52 inches, I'm talking from the bottom of the top lip to the top of the bottom lip. Now, if that sounds confusing, let me explain. Basically what I mean is that will be the actual space between the wood, right? That'll be the space between the top piece and the bottom piece will be 52 inches. So I'll technically really have more like 56 inches probably. Now, if you think about that, right? Like I'm 6'2", so I'm not gonna be standing up in this thing per se, but instead of having like maybe 28 to 30 inches like I had before, now I'm gonna have almost double that. I'm gonna have like 56, 58 inches somewhere in that ballpark. So especially at the back of the truck, I should definitely be able to get in there, sit up, read a book, get dressed, get ready, you know, get my shoes on and off. It'll make getting in and out of the, the tent a lot easier. Um, and basically my plan is, because I'm not a sewer, my wife is gonna help me, so thank you to my lovely wife. Um, but basically my plan is, I, so I bought this canvas, I bought enough to go all the way around it, right? So my plan is to go literally all the way around tape it up. Um, I'll link to a video below the Patrick Remington video where he talks about how he did his fabric. Fabric. I'm basically doing the exact same thing where I'm just going to lay that fabric all the way around it in a straight line. I'm going to mark where the, where the cuts need to go. I'm going to cut it a little long and I'm going to hem it. And then I'm going to just literally sew one big piece of fabric inside into the shape of. So I'm going to literally sew basically just, I'm going to take one big long string of this stuff and I'm just gonna put a hem all the way down the top and the bottom, right? So that'll lose me about two inches off the 58, which brings me down to about 56, right? And then that gives me 
That's where I'm getting my, I'm giving myself a couple inches on the top and a couple inches on the bottom to give me plenty of room, right? But so that should fit just about perfectly. So I don't have to really cut anything except the shape again. So I'm gonna have to cut down the V as it goes towards the back. Um, so I'll have to cut, you know, if you're watching on the video, like basically the fabric's gonna lay like this. You see that? Yep, so the fabric's gonna lay like that. And then I'm gonna mark this line down here and I'm just gonna cut this whole piece off here. Um, now there's a plan for that. I'm gonna cut the, this extra piece off that's probably about seven feet long and it's gonna be progressively getting wider, right? Because I'm cutting it up the V. Um, so I'll tell you about what that's gonna do here in a second. But so once I do that again, put the hem in it, sew it up, screw it into the inside of the box, screw it to the lip on the bottom side of the box and I've got a, a fully enclosed tent. Now for my door, again, I'm doing exactly what Patrick Remington did. I'm gonna measure probably about 30 or so inches across in the middle of the back. And I'm just gonna cut straight up on both sides. I'm gonna basically cut a big swath out of this thing. And then I'm gonna hem those sides in and I'm gonna put a zipper on it and a zipper on the tent. So I can literally just go on both sides and open this flap up to get inside of it. Um, I also have screen, so I'm gonna use some screen. I'm gonna put a second zipper inside of that. So it's just gonna be two sets of two zippers, right? You unzip the cover, you can flip it up over the top, you unzip the screen, you get in, you zip the screen back down, or you know, if you wanna close it up, you reach up, pull the thing down, zip up the outside, zip up the, the uh, screen on the inside, and you're good to go. Um, so that's kind of my plan. Now, I also have been thinking about waterproofing. So technically, just as is, that thing should be waterproof, right? So it's gonna be inside the upper lip, and then it's gonna come down and it's gonna attach via screws. I got these lash screws, um, which I'll link to down below as well. Really thin, flat, but big head screws that are short so they won't bust through the lip material. Um, but they, they seat super flat so that the lip can still close, so that the tent can still close. Um, but so what I'm thinking is with the extra fabric, right? So I'm gonna have basically two big V's of fabric. So my thought is I'm gonna take those two V's, stitch them together so that they make a big rectangle. So again, if you're watching on YouTube, let me draw it for you. So basically I'll have, you know, one big piece like that and one big piece like that. So, so again, to describe it for the people on the podcast, I'm gonna have a seven foot long, basically, strand. It's gonna get really narrow at the back where the, you know, the two boxes come together. It's gonna get really narrow back here. Um, but then it's going to get, get progressively wider as it goes towards the front of the tent. So my idea is take those. They're going to be symmetrical, right? Because I'm going to be cutting the same thing off both sides. Invert them so that they sit together and then make one big rectangle of fabric. So that's kind of my plan. So then once I do that, I'll put a stitch down the middle. I'll sew them together into a big, long rectangle of fabric. And then that is what's going to be my canopy. So, and the reason I'm making a canopy is, again, technically the tent itself should be waterproof. But... The canopy will make it so that I could, you know, unzip the tent. So if it's nighttime and it's raining and I want to, I've got condensation or I need to vent the tent or I just want to just have the screen up, I could, you know, I'm going to put some little strings and little bungee cords or something so that I can hold up the flap basically. Um, but I want to be able to roll up the flap, attach it, you know, close the screen so that I can, I can vent the tent but still be bug safe and then have this canopy. And basically what I'm thinking is, I'm gonna do again, the exact same thing that Patrick Remington did in his video. So I'm gonna draw it here on the, on the other camera for those that are watching, but I'll describe it for those that are listening. So what he basically did was he drilled 
just a couple of holes and I think he actually ended up doing four so like one on each side and then two on the front so again looking at the doorway into the tent um, he just drilled two little holes and then he went and bought some metal poles and put a bend in the end of them so again I'm drawing this for those of you list or watching um, but for those of you listening he just took straight metal poles that he bought at like a Lowe's and he put a bend in the end of them and then what can happen is you know you've got your box and you've got your your awning that will come out and I'm gonna put some grommets in it but then it's basically gonna hang over the edge and a little bit down the sides so it'll be kinda of like a little almost like an umbrella kind of right and you would just put these little metal poles through these grommets and that would hold it out away from the tent so again I could if it's really nice out my plan is just to keep that rolled up inside the lip. So it's just out of the way. I don't have to worry about it. I only have to deploy it when I want to. Again, even if I get caught in the middle of the night in a downpour, if the canopy is not up, the tent is still waterproof. All of the tent goes outside of the lip. So even if it poured down rain, it's still going to go down the tent material and then run off the sides of the truck. But if I know it's going to rain and I want to be in the tent, I want to have the, you know, the flap open and I want to have the canopy going, boom, you pop these four poles in the hole basically and set them up through the grommets and that will hold that canopy up and away from it and allow you easy access in and out of the tent, allow you to get out if you need to go to the bathroom. So again, I'm pretty excited about this because I, I think it's cool. I like the idea of reusing what I've already got. Like I love everything about it except for those couple of downsides that I mentioned at the beginning of the video, right? So I like this idea of repurposing what I've got in order to, you know, conserve. So basically this upgrade, so again, before, where I was, I was under 300 bucks, probably closer to 250 bucks. I was calculating that I'd be around 300 to 325 with the, the waterproof tent material, which I ended up canceling the order for. So I have no money in there. So basically I canceled that out. And then I spent about probably between the lash screws and the, uh, the I already had actually the screen sitting around because I made screens for my Xterra windows with magnets in them. So I could just magnetically attach them to the outside of the truck and keep my windows rolled down if I was sleeping inside the truck. Um, so I had screen material already. Um, so I had that, I bought the screws, I bought the waterproof material and I'm out maybe about 70 bucks. So I was gonna spend 35 to 40 bucks before just to make the, the design that I wasn't really all that thrilled about work. And now for only a few bucks more and you know just doing a little bit of labor to move this stuff around, I think I'm gonna have a much more usable tent and a much cooler design and it didn't cost me much money. So still I'll be, 325 to 350 into this thing. So um, again, that Go Fast Camper is actually, or that Go Fast Rooftop Tent, the lightest one ever made or whatever I think they're saying, um, is a steal at 1200 bucks, but that doesn't even include the mattress. The mattress adds another 300 bucks. So minimum $1,200 without a mattress, $1,500 in its most you know common configuration. Again, I'm gonna be about maximum 350 bucks into this thing. And it's essentially the same thing, but a little heavier. I think they say that that tent is like 80 pounds. Mine's about 110, I think, so it's not even that much heavier. But, I mean, it's significant enough that I have to say it, right? But, um, but so, yeah, so that's, that's kind of the big update there. So there will be more updates coming on that as I go. Um, but I did just want to share that with you guys because I think it's interesting. And I, I know that you guys have, a lot of you have been following sort of the tent build. And so you're going to be interested to see that it's going to be totally different here in the next month or so. So I have pretty much everything that I need for it now. So I should be starting on that build the next week or two. So I'm kind of hoping to have it done by the end of August so that I can use it for core. Um, so yeah, so that was it. So again, as always, I hope that that's helpful for you guys. I hope it's interesting to kind of hear the, 
trials and tribulations that I've gone through with this thing and with everything. That's pretty much all my videos are usually is, wow, I really screwed this thing up and now I'm learning from it. So I hope it's funny. I hope it's interesting for you guys. Thank you so much for listening on the podcast. Thanks for watching on YouTube. Um, if you don't already, you know, subscribe on Facebook, Instagram, come and hang out and join the conversation. Also, if you're not aware, and especially if you made it to the end of the video right here, you should definitely go to allthingsoverlanding.com slash store because now I have these awesome patches. I have these morale patches and I also have some cool stickers. So if you go there, like I, I don't want you guys to donate money or send me money or anything like that, but I'd love it if you bought some stuff that, that is cool and that you're interested in and that also helps support the channel. So um, again, thanks for watching uh, and we'll see you next week. Take care.